previously on Treat Yourself. On his journey, he found out that the Laboon's crew attempted to leave the Grand Line. Oh, yes. And so he goes and tells Laboon, they abandoned you, and Laboon refuses this information. He mm-hmm. refuses to believe it. Oh, he refused. Do you refuse, Christina? I refuse. <laughs> no, they left him. It's really sad. Welcome to another bonus episode of Treat Your Shelf. I'm Hannah. I'm Christina. And I'm Emma. And today we are continuing our journey through every volume of One Piece. Emma, what chapters are we focusing on today? We read Thriller Bark this time. So that was chapters 442 through 489 in volumes 46 through 50. Halfway there. (laughs) I mean, it's ongoing, so like, yes, we're halfway there with the current number of volumes. Yeah. Like, I won't feel like we're on the downward incline till we're like at 600. Oh, chapter-wise, that makes sense. Yeah. That is probably like the actual halfway point. That's actually a really good point. So never mind. (laughs) Celebrated too soon. I mean, I just don't want to get everyone's hopes up that we're like close to halfway. (laughs) I mean, not to get too off topic, but this is kind of like a halfway point for me because this is where I caught up to One Piece. Mm, So, like, it's a halfway point in, like, my life with One Piece. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Nice. I mean, going on with our intro, as usual, Emma knows everything about One Piece. I know up to Punk Hazard, kind of. Uh, (laughs) Allegedly. (laughs) Allegedly. Do I remember it all? No. Do I get flashes every once in a while and then have to message Emma to be like, did I remember this correctly? Yes, I do. Sometimes I do remember it correctly, so yay me. Um, (laughs) And Christina knows up to what we are discussing today. Yes. Yeah, so we won't spoil anything for Christina on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or anyone else. Yeah. But yeah, Thriller Bark. So there's a lot of things to discuss. So for this one, I want to like give like the briefest summary and then we can get right into it. Okay, yeah. Okay. You know, it. <laughs> anyway, so so this arc, our crew gets stuck in the Florian Triangle, mm-hmm. which they were warned mm-hmm. about, where ships go missing every year. They meet another warlord of the sea, Gecko Moria. He can steal shadows. Their shadows get stolen. They have to get them back. That's our plot. Spooky stuff ensues. But what is basically the very first thing that happens in this story arc? We meet Bones. Is that the first thing that happens? Is is that what you call him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he has a name. I can't remember his Brooke. name. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, Brooks! Brooks! Yes! Oh my gosh! Okay, Brooks. It's because I thought this would be important to you, Christina. Okay, he is important to me. Okay, (laughs) but I I forgot because in my mind Brooks looks like Bones, so I may have read it as Bones when it said Brooks a few times. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I've done things like that with books before, so (laughs) I get it. Brooke, yes. And who is Brooke, Christina? He is. A pirate who ate the revive revive fruit and he had his shadow stolen by Greco Moria. Gecko, not Greco, sorry. Gecko Moria. I don't know if he's the one that wiped out the crew eventually. I don't know. No, no they were poisoned. Yeah. Yeah. 
they had a big battle and they were poisoned as well and died. Yeah. So while everyone died, Brooks came back to life because of the Revive Revive fruit. And he is the Humming Pirate. Is that what he's called? <laughs> the Humming Swordsman, but you know, yeah, you you're, you're getting about 65% of this correct. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to remember the details. So many details. <laughs> you know, names. It's not like he's yes. a new crew member or anything. Oh my god. In the first chapter. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, okay. Luffy is like always inviting people, but I do know like the people he invites do become the crew members mm-hmm. typically. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, I don't believe it until like he officially accepts it, you know, at the end. Yeah. I did appreciate yeah. with Brooke how instantaneously in, in both times when he's asked, he's just immediately like, yes, I'll join. It it's just mm-hmm. makes my heart so happy. I mean, Luffy's been waiting for a musician and and Brooke has <laughs> yes. clearly been alone for so long and mm-hmm. needs people in his life. And he's just happened to run into like the best found family crew to ever exist (laughs) like yes luckily enough for him or not because they get into so much trouble all the time so true that's true but like who else would take a skeleton with them because yes brooke is a skeleton because he was revived but his body was stuck in this foggy the flooring triangle is very foggy so Mm -hmm. it took a year for him to find his body and that's why he's a skeleton yes Can we talk about how serendipitous him meeting the Straw Hat yes, crew please. is, too? Please. Should I'm, we just, I'm waiting for you to say should it. Should we just get into it? I'm waiting okay. for That's why I gave a recap of the whole arc in one sentence. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so his crew, Brooke's crew, they're the ones mm-hmm. who raised Laboon and told him that they would come back in, you know, come back after their journey. And it's been 50 years. Yes. So, oh my gosh, the whole Laboon backstory, seeing baby Laboon follow them on the ships and everything, like, okay, I've teared up before in the series, but this is like, because it goes on for four chapters, I was like crying, <laughs> <laughs> like for real crying. <laughs> I did, his backstory got me too. I loved it. <laughs> oh my god, the song, and they have the last time the whole crew sang the special song i forget what it's called and he saves it in the tone dial and it's when they're dying they're actively dying yes. and they're singing this song yes. so that they have some like so that one brooke will have a memory of this crew but also so that he can bring it back to laboon and just make sure that laboon knows like i am who i say i am yes. like and here's our song oh and it's why he doesn't want anything to happen to his hair, too, because he knows it's one of the ways that yeah. Laboon's going to recognize him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad something moved you, Christine. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Laboon. I knew it. <laughs> if anyone. <laughs> yeah. So, Christina, did they abandon Laboon? <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if so, like, I don't know what's sadder, the like, the idea that they would have abandoned him or the idea that they, like, are doing everything mm-hmm. to get back to Laboon and <laughs> the, like, toad yeah. dial just kills me. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Fully dead. 
like Brooke. <laughs> like Brooke. <laughs> I have so many questions about like, is he immortal now? Because he's been alive for the past 50 years. And so he doesn't have right. organs now. <laughs> so like, yeah. how do you kill him? And he has a revive, revive fruit. So I think if he died again, it's not like something that's only going to work once, right? So I think if he died <sighs> again, he would just come back. He would just stay alive. Like, I don't think he could die. I might be remembering this wrong, but I feel like somebody said like, oh, it gives you one more chance at life. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Really not worth it then. I mean, he did it the right <laughs> way then. If if you want to stick around forever, because it does kind of seem like he's immortal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, lots of questions. Mm. Very few answers. Typical yeah. One Piece for you. Mm-hmm. There's a skeleton in the crew now, just so you know. But be- <laughs> But there's a lot of things else to talk about in this arc i'm not just being like nothing to talk about whatever i just want to be like we gotta talk about this right now oh my gosh that was like the craziest thing so far (laughs) i feel like you said that last time when the ship came to save them (laughs) okay that was crazy though (laughs) wow you're in for some stuff christina anyway so thriller bark itself Gecko Moria, all the characters. What, Christina, you like horror. What did you think of the setting for this arc? I loved this arc. This was my favorite as far as like the scenery. I loved the zombies. Oh my God, the little ghosts that, (laughs) what's her name? Perona. Perona, that Perona controls are so cute. I love them so much. I love the idea. I mean, like it's a really powerful devil fruit to have like the ability Mm -hmm. to control shadows like it turns out to be like so crippling it just was like kind of an interesting concept like he's working with this with dr Mm -hmm. hogbath hogbars hogback 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 oh my god (laughs) jeez okay sorry my memory is so like i think if i were to watch and read it then i would definitely have the names but just reading (laughs) it take notes your notes should just be the names (laughs) (laughs) oh really (laughs) or possibly any other time (laughs) you know anyways i do love okay going back to dr hogback (laughs) that is right okay i do love how like when chopper like first meets him he like knows who he is and he's like I respect him so much. And like, just having that little doctor connection mm. was really cute. And he's literally like Frankensteining zombies together. And that's where the shadows are getting put into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the sh- like the shadow does retain some of the abilities of the person, but it also depends on the body you put mm-hmm. it in. Mm-hmm. So you could put a strong shadow in a weak body and then it's kind of like not as strong or you can put a strong shadow and a strong body and then it's super strong and all sorts of shenanigans Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so some of the fights were interesting because of that i did really like how usopp was not affected by negativity that was amazing (laughs) yes (laughs) i was like every every arc he thinks he's gonna be useless and then he fits right into his niche Mm -hmm. and saves the day yeah I agree. Yeah, this was great because Usopp didn't, like, he had plenty of big moments last time. I mean, they were all great. But he didn't, 
I guess he he didn't contribute to the fighting in like the normal like one on one sense like everybody else did last time, and so this was just a great one on one fight where yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> the when Perona's ghosts go through you, they make you super mm-hmm. depressed, mm-hmm. and so Usopp is just the most pessimistic, always thinks they're gonna die from everything. So <laughs> the ghosts don't work on him, mm-hmm. and yes. he can fight Perona, and he does it in just like peak Usopp, really. <laughs> yes. Yes. Using his brain again, which he, like, he kind of... He was doing really well in, like, Alabasta of really, like, being very clever, and then he kind of fell off from doing that, but now, mm-hmm. like, this fight was really good of him figuring out, like, okay, how is she doing these things? Mm-hmm. How can I beat her? Yeah, finding her sleeping body and, like, figuring out the body double thing. Super smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That was probably my favorite one-on-one fight. Ever? Or in the arc? No, 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 just in the arc. Okay. Oh my gosh, (laughs) ever. (laughs) I'm still waiting. (laughs) But, so, we do have quite a few uh, characters, obviously. (laughs) In One Piece, there are always a million characters every arc. Yeah. But, so, Moria's crew. Hannah, what did you think of Moria's crew? I mean, they're all pretty despicable people. They're all pretty (laughs) terrible on multiple levels, mostly because of their treatment of women. Yes. We don't really see Moria necessarily mistreat women, but Absalom and uh, Hogback definitely are are being awful towards women. And Mm. using their powers for evil. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, they're not... They're pretty awful. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, like, you're not supposed to really like the bad guys, but I think this is why I don't necessarily love this arc. I did like this arc. I did like it a lot. But just all of the villains in this arc are the worst. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that's something like, there's something kind of charming about, like, the Baroque works villains and, and where you can kind of, like, they haven't done anything super super terrible for the most part so you can kind of be like oh it's cool when you see them in a cover story and Mm -hmm. and when you get to see like what's going on with them and if they're meeting back up with each other and whatnot but these people i don't really i i mean they get away at the end of this so clearly they're gonna come back at some point but i don't want any any good things (laughs) to happen to these people yes yeah agreed (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean yes <laughs> well said the end anyway <laughs> i know i'm like i don't know how much we want to get into like the specifics of what they've done that's and, what i was thinking yeah and we, no, can't... we don't have to I, d- I don't really want to other than i will talk about sanji don't well, you worry i was worry. gonna say use it as a jumping off point for sanji <laughs> like since yeah sanji sanji takes a bit of a turn a turn in this <laughs> i i have said this from the beginning Insert clip of me saying this from the beginning. (laughs) Yes, so Sanji, there's probably an argument for why he's the worst character. We'll we'll get to that eventually. (laughs) 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 I've been very honest. You may have been wondering why I always apologize for talking for saying good things about Sanji. It's because I knew this moment would come. (laughs) Hannah did not know this moment would come. She forgot. I forgot. 
I forgot fully. Yeah, so Absalom has the clear, clear fruit, which makes you invisible, which apparently is or was one of Sanji's dreams was to eat this devil fruit. As a child, he read the devil fruit encyclopedia and he was like, this is the only fruit I would eat because I want to be the worst person ever and invade women's privacy. Mm-hmm. And so, like, oh, okay, okay. Ugh, I knew this was coming. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm not judging you. No, I, I, I'm not like, this is bad for me. This is bad. Like, Oda, listen up. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji's whole thing is that he loves women and he would never physically harm a woman. But invading a woman's privacy is harming a woman. And it's bad. Mm -hmm. And I know it's a stupid comic and I shouldn't take it that seriously. But it's bad and it's not funny. And like, that's what they're going for. And it's bad. That's all I can say. And I hate it. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) damn you, Oda. Why did you do this? (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah, this is taking it a step too far. I mean... Now we have Brooke as well, who is has asked every female he's run into if he can see their panties. Oh my god, that, that yes. is his gimmick, so get used to that. So, oh god, <laughs> which isn't great, but also isn't at the same level of I am going to intentionally eat this fruit to become invisible for the sole purpose of invading women, yes, and their privacy, yeah. and like the invisible fruit does actually go along with other parts of Sanji's personality, since he's the one who's always sneaking mm. off and doing reconnaissance. Yes. So it does fit. Yes. Mm-hmm. He didn't need to say this. He could just be like, yeah, I thought this was a cool fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, well. It's not great. I knew I knew this day would come, and it has come, and now it has passed. And we can talk about other things. Let's talk about, like, some of these shadows that get stolen and put into zombies. <laughs> so, Brooke... <laughs> when they meet Brooke, the reason he doesn't immediately join the crew is because his shadow was stolen five years ago by Gekko Moria, and it was put in the samurai Ryuma. Mm-hmm. And so Brooke keeps trying to fight this samurai to get his shadow back. Yes. He, Brooke is also a swordsman. He has a cane sword. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Love it. Mm. <laughs> but Zora's just like, hey, I gotta fight this samurai. He seems pretty cool. Oh, yeah. I... I really liked that fight, and there was, like, it was a fantastic fight, but was it was also, like, a quick fight. There are times where these, like, solo combat can go on, or seemingly go on for a long yeah. time. Especially because, you know, you're, like, hopping between the other characters and what they're doing. But I think this fight, did they just stay on them, like, from the beginning to the end? Like, no jumps to any other fight uh, i think it was actually kind of weird where they like they like started at the end of the fight and then they flashed back to the beginning of the fight and then went to yes, through it yes right but yeah it was only like one chapter where it's just they're yeah. so evenly matched that this fight is like the the person who has the very slightest upper edge is the one who will win yes mm-hmm yeah, I loved it. At the end of this arc, when they build the shrine for for Brooks's crew, mm-hmm. Zoro puts a sword in the ground and says, like, this ghost sword belongs here. It's not that sword, is it? No, it's his, it's his previous sword. He said how he was still wearing it because he's like, I feel mm-hmm. off balance if I'm not wearing three swords. Oh, yeah, the right. one that got all rusty. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. 
I love Chopper. He wasn't like crazy in this one, but he's always super cute. Oh my God, when Ors picked him up and he shrunk and he's like, yeah, I'm running through your hand like a cave. <laughs> I was like, yes. I'm small. <laughs> Hannah couldn't stop showing me that panel. I ha- I showed Emma so many times because I was he's just so cute. He's just so happy and he's just so focused. I, I was saying this to Emma, all the other straw hats are like, no, Chopper. Like they are they are so concerned mm-hmm. for his well-being. But Chopper is not even skipping a beat. He's still like, I've discovered this. I found out the cause of his death and we're going to target this. And look at me. I'm so small. It doesn't even bother me. I'm fine. But just look at this. And I'm <laughs> so cute. Like, yes, Chopper. <laughs> I love him. He's like, he's one of my favorites on the crew, just because he's always like that. He's always so cute and interested in medicine. (laughs) And just Mm -hmm. like, I love how he just like randomly like they're fighting oars and he just like appears on the shoulder like, hey, I found something, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So the majority of this arc, probably not, but it felt like it was Luffy's shadow gets stolen and put inside the giantest giant ever oars. Mm hmm. And so then mm-hmm. Luffy's trying to fight Gecko Moria, but then like just runs off into the forest and gets lost <laughs> for a long time. Yeah. And so the yeah. whole crew fighting oars and it it goes on a bit too long. <laughs> it's very long. But I do love seeing them all work together. Mm-hmm. Yes, that is my favorite. Oh. <laughs> when they... <laughs> who, who tries to get them together in like a Gundam style? Oh, Frankie. <laughs> Frankie. He's like, Usopp, we need to do our docking position. <laughs> like, they had come up with this off screen. Yes. <laughs> and oh and everybody's gosh. for it, except for Robin, who is not gonna dock as their other arm. And she's like, there is, like, I will never do this. I am embarrassed by you. <laughs> this, this is, you will not make me do this. And then I, somebody is like, Luffy would do it, or something like that. <laughs> Yes. Oh my god. I remembered that moment and I I did not remember the end of this arc, but I remembered that moment. <laughs> it was so funny back then and it's still so funny and I wrote down the quotation that Frankie said afterwards, if only you were with us, Robin, we could have become the robot warrior, big emperor. <laughs> it's like what? You were just like it's just like Frankie standing on Zoro and Sanji's shoulders and then Usopp in one hand chopper on the head and then Robin in the other hand but she just wouldn't do it (laughs) so dumb oh my gosh (laughs) loved it loved it so much and I do want to talk more about them all working together but also that made me think of the other funniest moment of this whole thing there's a moment where Luffy's group is walking through the cemetery and then a zombie starts to come out of a grave and Luffy just nonchalantly pushes him back in. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. Hilarious. I mean, we spend so much time talking about like the heartbreaking things, but there are so many hilarious moments and that just like gently but forcefully pushing that zombie back into the grave. Hilarious. Oh my gosh. I laughed so much this arc. Like the beginning, Usopp and Chopper, they start wearing like these large crosses. Chopper's wearing like a huge cross like the entire arc. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I know. I was I was thinking about Davy backfight a lot during this arc because I'm like, 
This arc is actually funny. <laughs> First of all, it's a mm. bit more lighthearted. Of course, you throw in some things. I feel like the ending is very similar to Davy Backfight, where just out of nowhere, oh crap, everything's in trouble. Yeah. But also, the whole thing about Davy Backfight was like the crew needs to work together to do mm-hmm. this goal, and they weren't very good at it. But mm-hmm. here, they are so good at working together, they don't even need to talk to each other anymore. They're just yes. so good at working together, fighting this. One enemy. I -hmm. truly loved seeing them all working together. It just made me so happy. Yeah. All right. So I guess we got to talk about... Okay, so Luffy's really not in this arc very much because, as I said, he ran off. Mm. But he meets Lola, the proposer. Lola, the proposer, yes. She's great. She's a pirate. She's a pirate captain who proposes to every man that she meets. Mm -hmm. has like 4,000 rejections or something. Yeah, was Luffy the 4,999th or something like that? It was something ridiculous. Oh my god. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, all our shadows were stolen three years ago, but hey, we found out that like sometimes when the shadows like are, you can purify the zombies by putting salt in them. Very classic horror stuff here, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So... Sometimes when the shadows, like, start flying back to their owner, you can catch them and shove them in somebody. Mm -hmm. And it will make them have the abilities of that shadow. So they, like, don't even ask Luffy. They're just like, we're going to shove a hundred shadows in you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And you will be our warrior who defeats Moria. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he has 20 minutes to do so until sunrise when they'll all melt. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, if you don't have a shadow and you go in the sun, you disintegrate. And it is pretty horrifying. Mm -hmm. So, of course, they have insurmountable odds, and then they also have a time limit. Yeah. And like all arcs, this all happens in the span of a night. All these arcs always happen, like, so fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We meet, I don't know if we've said this, but uh, Gecko Moria is one of the seven warlords. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we meet another one as well. Well, we already met him, but yes. We already met him? (laughs) He was at the meeting when one of Blackbeard's people was like, you should consider Blackbeard to take Crocodile's position. Right. And it was like Mihawk and the one that we meet here and Doflamingo. Very good, Hannah. (laughs) Thank you. But yes, Bartholomew Kuma shows up actually pretty close to the beginning of this arc. I forgot he was in this arc, which is, I I mean, I have to be honest. He plays such a huge role in this arc. I know. In the ending. I, I make fun of Hannah's bad memory, but guess what? I forgot like one of the most pivotal moments in One Piece history. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's on me. But yeah, he shows up and... What exactly does he say? He says a lot of things. I know. Oh, yeah. But initially, he's talking to Moria specifically about how there is a replacement for Crocodile, and it is Blackbeard, and that the government is very worried about potentially having another warlord be brought down by the Straw Hats, and how they need to avoid that at all costs, basically. Yep. And then Moria instantly, like, fails at that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, like, it seemed like he was gonna win for a while. It did, yeah. Yeah. 
But yes, it did take a lot to bring Moria. I mean, it took all of the straw hats to bring Moria down. Yeah, there yeah, there weren't too many individual fights. There were like three individual fights, and then the rest of it was everybody fight Ors, fight Moria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we also have this continuation of Luffy being super reckless with his fighting. I mean, you have him first with the, which wasn't really his choice, like you were saying, but first with the <laughs> hundred sa- shadows in his body. And, and whatever that does to a person's body can't be good. <laughs> I mean, physically, he looked very different during it. So, But then he's also being reckless where he, he does like two of the gears at the same time right regardless it's not good and even his crew is starting to be like this isn't great i mean we already had the cp9 people luchi i think specifically being like this is not good for your body i mean i know i'm the villain here but i can see that this is not good for you yeah you're making your heart beat super fast for extended periods of time Mm. Yeah, and now the straw hats are like, hmm, what Luffy's doing really does not seem good for him. But they also know that they can't stop him. (laughs) Yeah, they can't stop him, and also it was necessary to win. Yeah. Yeah. But they get their shadows back right when the sun rises, and it's... it's They're they're half disintegrated (laughs) when their shadows come back. And then Robin's like, oh, we were resurrected? She says resurrected, like they got, they were like half dead. And then when their shadows came back, they like reconstituted. So yeah, yeah. because, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, so it's not even, it, Oda's not even being like, oh, ha, ha ha it was just like my drawing style that made it seem like they were disintegrating. No, Oda is saying they did disintegrate and they only were able to reconstitute because of the shadows and because of something he had explained earlier about like the pro like shadows mirroring the person and because the shadow was still a whole person they then could become a whole person again (laughs) essentially (laughs) because that makes sense it was really unnecessary (laughs) it's what it was (laughs) yeah i didn't need that suspense you could just have their shadows come back Mm. agreed but uh luffy's out because Again, he used all his powers, everything ever. But then Kuma shows back up. Yeah. And he's he's hearing from the government, which is like, there must not be any witnesses to Moria's defeat. Because again, Kuma started this off being like, no more warlords can fall to the straw hats. It's a bad look for us in the government. <laughs> and we're also needed right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, he is ordered, Kuma is ordered to make everybody disappear who has witnessed what has happened. Mm. Yep. Mm, mm, mm. And he's like, I'm going to start with Zoro. And Zoro yep. says, great, one-on-one fight, let's go. Because, of course, Zoro's, like, honor and whatever, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too big for his britches. <laughs> <laughs> but... I mean, yeah, so they're not doing well in this fight because Kuma is super powerful. And also they went through this horribly long fight. Zoro had two fights Mm -hmm. already. And so Zoro's not doing well. And then Sanji comes in and Zoro's like, I told you not to come in. And then Usopp comes in too. He shoots Kuma and I was like, I'm so proud of you. Yes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Kuma is just way too powerful. 
and they are all just way too tired. Mm-hmm. But Hannah, what is Kuma's power? <laughs> How? What is it? <laughs> he he takes off his glove. <laughs> yes, and then he can he can shoot paw prints at people. Yes, and then it really hurts people. And it's like I don't know. He can make a bomb with like the compressed air is it like air yeah 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 so i i i don't know (laughs) but i was confused about like what this has to do with him being able to disappear people yeah i i kind of gave hannah a trick question because it's not really explained here okay (laughs) (laughs) thank god i was like are we supposed to know what his powers are exactly haven't written anything down i'm sorry (laughs) okay it was one of those things where it's like i can't explain his powers because i know too much telling you now Mm. i know too much so i'm like i need somebody else to explain it (laughs) yeah i mean i know like in this we see him make a paw bomb yes he says something about eating the paw paw devil fruit or something yes that is the name of his fruit and he's also like made of metal yeah, he's a cyborg. Yes, he is. Oh, he's but like a government issued one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It said that he was a pacifista. Yes, that is correct. The the government human weapon. Though they made a comment like, but not yet complete, mm. and then said that he was created by Vegapunk. Correct. <laughs> correct. But I didn't know if they said that yet, so I <laughs> needed you to say it. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) i know it's in my notes here somewhere but i was like i can't find it (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so he makes a bomb and everybody passes out except for zoro and i mean well sorry but first he's he's offering a trade he's saying like give me luffy and his head or i'll detonate the bomb and they all refuse yes they do you're right they all refuse mm-hmm. usopp as well <laughs> i feel like lola gets in there is like no probably yeah. lola is lola is hanging out the whole time she's so funny i mean she's like we made them fight our fight i'm not gonna leave them now and like stands Aww. there in direct sunlight and her whole crew is like you need to get out you don't have your shadow yet. like just stand like, in the shade you all could have just stood in the shade and then got your shadows back yeah yeah there, but yeah there was a really long time where lola was still there but yes anyway so then now they are all passed out because of the bomb because of the paw bomb yes yeah, I know. I know that Kuma was about to kill Luffy when Zoro stepped in and said, "Take my head instead." Yes, gosh, mm-hmm. Zoro. Oh. I I was wondering this. I I can't remember when Zoro joined the crew or not. If it was like specified that he's the first mate, but I feel like over all of the the volumes and all of the arcs that we've seen, he has shown himself to be the first mate have they ever given that designation to him because he really embodies they it well very soon okay, oh. okay. <laughs> i don't okay. know if like anybody on the crew ever specifically says he's the first mate because probably within the crew they're like no he's not but yeah but he embodies it perfectly Be- because he has such a high bounty everybody's like oh he's obviously the first mate you see i don't even think it's because of the bounty like i i mean 
everything that he has done, he is always the one who is behind Luffy and and supports his or- orders and makes sure that Luffy is also confident in his own orders and is the one to try and like protect the crew and make sure that every I don't know I just he's like he's the first mate yeah yeah I agree and here he is offering to chop a body part off again because that's what he always does reckless <laughs> He'll walk this one off too, just like he was planning to walk off his legs. <laughs> yeah, once I cut them off, I'll be able to run away. <laughs> <laughs> but not to be outdone, Sanji comes in. Sanji needed this moment because he was so awful in this arc. He needed this moment <laughs> of redemption. Thank you, Oda. Yeah. But also, I hate you, Oda. But also. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Sanji's like, no, take my head. I'm gonna be such a big problem one day. Take me. <sighs> oh my god. Yeah, Sanji to to Zoro, but what about your yes. dream? What good's mm. dying gonna do, you stubborn fool? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Hannah, how do you interpret this scene? Give me your honest interpretation. <laughs> and then I will give you mine. And then maybe if Christina has one too, we can all oh interpret this scene. I, it's tricky because there is a big part of me that, that does honestly believe that Sanji is, I say, I, I gave that whole big like intro and now I'm going to caveat it with like slightly. Um, <laughs> I feel hmm. like he is, I'm going to get rid of the word slightly. Uh, I feel like he's queer coded at times. Like I, yeah, get rid of the qualifiers. I feel like he's queer coded. Yes. And in this moment, I don't know. I I just, I don't ship any of the straw hats with any of the straw hats. They are a found family and I love them for what they are. But I could very much see this moment just being more than like a brotherly bond or a familial bond. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's valid, but I'm going to give you my opinion. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people agree with you, Hannah. In fact, I, like, I know it. Like, it. There's probably a whole fandom I know. dedicated to it. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but so in this moment, so Sanji and Zoro have always been very competitive with each other. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sanji back in the day was like, oh, when I get a bounty, it's going to be twice as high as yours. And saying things like that and speaking this big game. But I think at... At this moment, and probably before the moment, he realizes Zoro is stronger than him. Mm. And so he thinks Zoro is more important to the crew. Okay. And so I so I see it as like a slightly self-confidence issue. Like, mm-hmm. ooh. That, that's how I interpret this scene. Which is so sad. Like That is really sad. How he's like, you're more important because you're stronger. Which, like, in the last arc, we all learned you're all equally important. Stop sacrificing mm-hmm. yourself for each other. And Sanji was the one who was, like, trying to bring that message to Usopp so much of the time, too. So that is interesting that now he would be having his own self-confidence issues. But I like that interpretation. Yeah, I feel like I read it kind of closer to Emma's interpretation. I thought it was kind of even sad when Zoro, like, you know, hit him to, like, kind of knock him out to be like, you know, like, I feel like that blow is so hard to Sanji's ego, really. Yeah, he does say that at the end because 
So he, he gets the rest of the story from some of Lola, Lola's crew members saw it. Mm-hmm. And then later Brooke is like, oh, I saw it as well. I thought it was mm-hmm. very touching. And Sanji's just like, no, Zora was a hero. I just looked like an idiot. Yeah. And so yeah. That, that's, that's definitely yeah. like what hammered it home for me where it's just like, he was trying to like have this big moment to, and he thought he was doing what was best for the crew. Mm-hmm. And then got upstaged by Zoro like he always does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But okay, so Kuma does not behead Zoro. No. In case you were worried. But <laughs> is what he does possibly worse? We don't, okay. I don't know. I don't know yet. Honestly, I don't know because he's, like, these people take damage Mm -hmm. like pros. Like, he's up around, like, walking, you know, I don't know exactly how much later, like, a couple days later, you know? like I don't know. I don't know. Kuma made this seem like, because what Kuma does with whatever Kuma's powers are (laughs) is extracts all of the pain that Luffy has endured over these like 12 hours yes and makes it into a a nice little paw ball correct (laughs) and then is basically okay you're gonna take your captain's pain then you you need to suffer this and i i mean it knocks zoro flat i just i don't know i guess i'm just concerned (laughs) well like first he is conscious because so when everybody wakes up Sanji's like, oh, crap, where's Zoro? Yes. Okay. You see, mm-hmm. I feel like it was more these after moments where I felt my, like, the most shippy. Like, yeah. during the battle itself and during, like, the self-sacrificing section, not so much. But it's when he sees Zoro standing there and has that moment of relief and says, you gave me quite a scare, idiot. And I'm I'm just like, oh, that moment. <laughs> <laughs> What happened, though? I mean... Wait, what do you mean, what happened? <laughs> I mean, Zoro's response is nothing <laughs> happened. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sanji asks, what happened? And Zoro says, nothing happened. And I forgot about this, and I feel like it's one of the biggest One Piece moments that mm. like everybody talks about, and oh. I forgot. I forgot about nothing happened, because I guess Zoro said that, and I was like, yeah, nothing happened. I'll forget this. <laughs> Okay, so this is something we have to remember for later. I I mean, I just think it's like a very definitive mm. Zoro moment. I don't I'm not going to say like it comes back later or anything, okay. but it's just like Zoro went through this and that's his response yeah. is just nothing happened. I don't want to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, he doesn't want to talk about it and he doesn't really want anybody to know exactly what he went through and what happened. We should also say, I mean, Kuma, once again, we have one of these really powerful, impressive people being, like, impressed by the honor of the Straw Hats. Mm-hmm. We saw that before with Aokiji, where he uh, respected L- Luffy's one-on-one combat and was like, okay, I have to honor this. I can't go after the rest of your crew. Like, we we had our fight. And here, Kuma has a similar thing with Zoro where he's like, that was so darn honorable. I can't, I can't take anybody's head now. (laughs) Like I can't do anything Mm -hmm. to the rest of this crew. I know I said I was going to make y'all disappear, but man, that was, that was honorable. So I'm going (laughs) to leave it be. (laughs) (laughs) And then Sanji makes sure because, well, he gets the story from those members of Lola's crew and they're like, Mm -hmm. let's go tell everyone how great Zoro is. And he's like, no, 
he doesn't want anyone to know. Don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't go blabbing about mm. this. Zoro didn't do this to make Luffy feel grateful. But still, like, half yeah. the crew knows because, like you said, Brooke admits, like, that he saw the whole thing. And Robin is also listening in yes. with her powers to to hear <laughs> what's going on. And it's like, oh, that's what happened. Like, she loves it. She's, she has, like, a big smile on her face. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Ugh. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, do we want to talk about the piece of paper that Lola gave Nami? Big reveal here, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> we didn't talk about Lola and Nami, because that means also talking about Absalom, and we didn't really want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But Nami met the zombie that had Lola's shadow, and they became really genuine friends. Like, at first it was just like... Not genuine, but then it right. was like, yeah, we'll die for each other kind of thing. I mean, it was mm-hmm. the best women supporting women moment. Yes. It was fantastic. I was like, turn against your oppressor. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then Nami meets the real Lola and they like remember each other kind of. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. okay, I'll give, I'll give some points to Oda here. I know I've. <laughs> said a lot of bad things about him this episode but he does he gives <laughs> nami genuine good relationships with other women which is really mm-hmm. nice the friendship with lola it's so quick but so great mm-hmm. and lola's like hey here's this piece of paper my mom's a pirate this will lead you to her if you ever get into trouble and luffy is like hey that paper looks familiar <laughs> maybe ace should have told me what this paper was when he gave it to me <laughs> yeah. it took two seconds to explain <laughs> No, there was no time. Ace had to go find Blackbeard. <laughs> it took forever to find Blackbeard. He did take a while to find Blackbeard. Didn't he help like a milk farm, some kind of cover story thing yes. where he was like, let me bring milk yes. too. <laughs> Let's work on importing milk. Yes. Yes, he did. <laughs> he gave he gave milk to the Navy. Yes, to the Navy. Yes. <laughs> but yes, it's a vivre card. Mm-hmm. And it points in the direction of a person. So it's it's like made from their fingernail clippings. Yeah. It's a it's a <laughs> new world thing. And so it it like kinda moves a bit on your mm-hmm. hand and it's like they're that way. Yeah. Yeah, no matter where in the world the these scraps of paper are, they're drawn to each other. And so Luffy's like, Oh, let me check on Ace's paper. Why not? <laughs> and it's not looking good. And Lola says, oh, that person's about to die. Yeah, this person's <laughs> life, it's on the verge of being snuffed out. What? And that's how the story arc ends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they're gonna go rescue Ace now, right? I mean... We'll see. I would hope so. Because, yeah, we have earlier Moria and... And their company, Moria's company, uh, Moria's crew, Moria and company, <laughs> Moria and Co. <laughs> escape, and they're just reading the newspaper as one yes. does when they're <laughs> escaping, <laughs> and their leader is knocked out cold. And the newspaper says, "Commander of the Second Division of Whitebeard Pirates, Firefist Ace, uh, currently awaiting execution in the Great Prison of Impel Down." Yep. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> <gasps> and they were just kind of near there, because, right, the gates lead to, like, where they rescued Robin. Yeah, they were just at... Yeah. Was leading to yeah. Impel Down, so... And we've heard we've heard so much about it. Mm-hmm. 
Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> but just one, one thing that I feel like you would have written down, Hannah, but let's uh, see. Tell me. Well, this is what Kuma says after he leaves. He's he's leaving. He mm-hmm. he gave all the pain to Zoro, and he says, "You have exceptional friends. He's your son after all, Dragon." Oh yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, I didn't write that down, but I did take note of that in my brain. <laughs> and you're like, "What does this mean?" I yeah. What is what is Kuma and Dragon's relationship then? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Guess we'll have to wait and see. I guess so. (laughs) Oh my goodness. This sets up a lot. It really does. It's, I think, my final thoughts, if we're ready for final thoughts. Yeah. Whatever. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, at at first, I I agree, we said it before, I was laughing a lot. I was having a lot of fun. It kind of slowed down in the middle. (laughs) There was a lot of gross stuff that wasn't great, so... Overall, this arc is pretty good. Probably better than Skypea, maybe, mm. in my opinion. But still, like, not not a not amazing for me. But mm-hmm. the, this ending really brought it all back for me, where I was super into it. I loved the ending of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I thought of Thriller Bark. Nice. I liked this arc. I liked the spookiness. You know, I mean, I think even like kind of the gross parts add to the horror aspect mm-hmm. of the art yeah. in a way, you know, not saying that I love it, but it kept the tone consistent throughout. Yeah. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I liked it. A lot of cute stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lots of cute stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked it. I'm really excited for Brooke to be a part of the crew. I mm-hmm. I love, love, love how he's the one who, like, at the beginning, Luffy asked him, but at the end of the arc, Brooke just looks up at Luffy and is like, um, can I join your crew? And Luffy is just like, sure thing. <laughs> and I just... <laughs> I love that moment so much. I so many of the straw hats previously were kind of like strong armed into being a part of the crew. <laughs> you mean all yeah. of them? I, yeah, all of them. <laughs> except for Robin. Uh, except for except for Robin, who who was like, "I'm your problem now because you made me live." <laughs> but but yeah, he just he genuinely. I mean, he accepted Luffy's offer right away when they first met, and here he is asking if he can be a part of their crew and i'm just so excited for them to sail around the world and get back to laboon i know i'm reading just for that laboon reunion now <laughs> which you know won't happen until the very end right i know <laughs> they have to sail the whole grand line christina yeah i know yeah Ugh. wow well emma what are we reading next? Well, we are getting into a longer saga. So much like Alabasta, we're doing half of it, which is three story arcs. All at once, we are doing Sabody Archipelago. I will learn how to pronounce this before we record the episode, <laughs> but I'm probably going to go with Sabody, but it's spelled like Sabody, but in the anime they say Shabondi, and it's like, oh, what should I say? I've been reading it Sabody, so. 
Stay tuned to find <laughs> we'll out. We'll all say it differently. We'll choose three different pronunciations. <laughs> so one of us has to be right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so we're reading that through Impel Down. Spoilers, I guess. <laughs> I know. What could happen there? <laughs> but that is chapters 490 through 549. Volumes 50 through 56. Very mm. exciting. So three story arcs. Not a huge chunk of chapters, but I'm sure there will be lots to talk about. There always mm-hmm. is. <laughs> <laughs> is there? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could I could talk more if you want. <laughs> oh, yeah, Hannah, how's Eneru doing on the moon? Oh, my God. Don't even get me started with Eneru <laughs> on the moon. Like, what the heck, Oda? He's like, oh, let me include these little robots eating dumplings with their creator. Oh, what's this? The creator sees an explosion on the moon, causing them to choke on the dumpling and die. And now these little robots need to go get revenge on the moon and whoever caused that explosion. Oh, wait, it's space pirates. I mean, (laughs) and Enru just happens to, like, come in the middle of this and take down the space pirates and then accidentally, like power up all of the robots that were already on the moon and that is correct and now he has an army of moon (laughs) robots so yep very cute (laughs) yes moon robots and also the ancient ruins that said that people with wings lived on the moon once and then came to earth did not see that i saw the robot with wings on the carvings i didn't realize it meant that the people with wings were also on the moon yeah i feel like it said like people went to earth for supplies Mm. (laughs) or for greater Mm. resources go back and look it's there okay okay anyway (laughs) i'm not giving you big spoilers anyway freaking moon (laughs) (laughs) anyway on that note (laughs) (laughs) yep thanks for joining in on our discussion as always, you can find all of our social media information in the show notes. Make sure you rate and review us anywhere you listen to our podcast. And until next time, don't forget to treat yourself. 